Move, go, walk, and flow. This podcast, The Idea Therapist, Special Needs in Motion, is dedicated to helping individuals learn to move and function at their best. Listen along to learn a little, laugh a little, and be inspired. Please like and share so others can have access and join our community. Well, let's go. I'm your host, Ilana, a physical therapist, product developer, mom, wife, author, blogger, and known to many as the idea therapist. I love a great discussion, connecting and coaching the families with whom I work, and it is a pleasure to be your host. Just a quick note, if you would like to sponsor an episode, please reach out to me, Ilana, I-L-A-N-A, at theideatherapist.com, or check the show notes. And any information shared on this podcast should not be taken as direct advice, and you should consult your local therapist, professional, or doctor before trying anything suggested in this podcast. This episode is dedicated to my friend and coworker, Mindy, who recently asked me and we brainstormed about how to help a child become an independent walker. So we're going to talk today about helping kids in particular become more independent walkers. So we're talking about someone who is close to being an independent walker. That means that there's some things that we can assume at this point. Now, they may have some orthotics that they're using, but we're talking about someone that we're trying to transition away from a walker or crutches, or maybe hasn't even used a walker or crutches yet, and they're close to being an independent walker. There could be some developmental delays going on there or some neurological differences, maybe you know a challenge for all the way from birth. So there could be a variety of reasons, but we're going to assume that their standing balance, that is when they're standing, is pretty good, if not with just a little bit of assistance there. Uh, We're going to assume that they can do weight shifting. That means they can shift their weight from one leg to the other and that they've got some control over their feet or that their feet are being supported by orthotics. And we're also going to assume that they've got some good lower extremity and core strength. Maybe not excellent. Uh, That's why they're probably in therapy. But, um, you know, that they are able to engage those quads enough to stand, maybe walk up a small step. So with that assuming, now we want to get this individual toward a more independent gait where we can let go and they can take some steps on their own. So I'm going to give you uh, five suggestions that I think might be some helpful tips. So first of all, you may want to try using a dowel or sometimes I'll use a PVC bar, a piece of PVC piping. And I will have the child hold on to that piece of PVC while we walk forward. And I might stand on the side of them and they may hold on with two hands or one hand or I may be behind them. Um, I'm going to try not to have their hands too high up above, which we call like a a high, a high gate, because that's not a a normal way to walk. So we want to get their arms down a little bit. But using a dowel can make them work a little bit harder. And sometimes I'll even suspend that dowel from a ceiling and have them hold on to the dowel there. And in a future episode, I'll talk a little bit about how to do that. 
Another idea would be for them to hold on to a towel or a scarf or something that's soft or loose. So you're going to hold on to one end and they're going to hold on to the other end. And again, this can go across the front of their body or they can just be holding on with one hand. But it's loose and it's not strong, so they're going to have to work a lot harder than if they're holding on to what I mentioned before, like a dowel or onto you know, an assistive, assistive device or your hands. Another idea would be to hold on to the back of their shirt or use a gate belt or a scarf that goes around under their arms and you're holding on to the back. So now their hands are free. And I really like this because their hands can be down and they really have to engage and I can give them as little assistance as necessary until they start to lose their balance. So this is probably one of my favorite ways to promote independent walking. And the fourth idea is to have two solid pieces of furniture. It could be two chairs or a coffee table or something that they are supported by one of them. So they're standing, let's say, next to a chair, but the other chair is just maybe a foot away with some incentive on it, a toy or something that they want so that they are encouraged to shift their weight, let go and step toward that other chair. So that's um, just a, a tool that we sometimes use. And my last tip is, of course, to use crutches or walker or whatever device you need, um, but to be sure that, that they have some upper extremity strength or control to use that. So you would really need to consult with a therapist uh, before you do this make sure that, that this particular child is ready to transition to crutches or a walker. It really depends on how they're walking and their gait pattern. But sometimes a small assistive device can help really promote independence, particularly if you're transitioning from, let's say, a walker to crutches. Like That can actually help promote independence. I do want to mention that safety is key always. So to be sure that your child is protected with padding or safety measures as necessary. And the other tip I want to leave you with is that practice is crucial. So just like if you were to take piano lessons and you need to practice every day so that when the teacher shows up, you're not back where you were the week before. It's the same thing here. And sometimes I'll suggest to parents, you know, practice 10 minutes every hour that your child is home. Or, but you can set up any kind of schedule. You know, it could be three times a day or once a day for 30 minutes, either way. Outside of therapy, I really recommend regular practice. So consult with your local therapist before trying any of this. And I hope that these tips will be helpful. Thank you for listening and sharing. I really appreciate your helping me spread tips that might be of help to someone you know. And remember that why is not near as important as what and how. Have a special day.